Hi guys, welcome to Made It Happen Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hayflin. Made It Happen Podcast is a series highlighting young female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with young female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who've experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business through the internet and social media, but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. So I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for joining me here today, Alicia. I'm very excited to hear about your journey as an entrepreneur and the creation of the social project as well as the Seattle Business Babes. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for our talk today and what comes out of it. Absolutely. So how about we start us off by having you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Yeah, so I have been in marketing, PR, and events for just a little over 11 years now. Um, So started kind of right out of the bat. Um, But yeah, I created the social project back in early 2017 and finally launched in 2018, the same time I had launched Seattle Business Babes. I know a lot of people are like, okay, cool, launching two businesses at the same time, 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Um, But yeah, The Social Project is a social social media marketing agency, and we help brands around the globe build carefully crafted social campaigns and marketing projects. So we focus on authentic connection and really just being social on social media. And then Seattle Business Babes is, of course, part of the global community, Business Babes Collective, and we host monthly events and workshops, which obviously pivoted quite a bit after COVID, and they focus on education for female entrepreneurs. Right. Awesome. That, well, yeah, that, that sounds great. And so how did you get into the marketing and social media industry in the beginning? Yeah, so I actually don't have my degree in social media or marketing. I majored in political science. I was studying for law school three years ago. Um, So definitely did a complete 180. I started in marketing before social media was even a thing. Um, When I was 20, and that was for an entertainment company, I was there for a few years. Then when I left for school to UBIC, I was on the PR and marketing exec team for the athletics and rec department. Um, And yeah, just kind of fell in love with the social media aspect of it and the community part of it as well and just what social media can really do and so yeah it just kind of led from there and went to a conference back in early 2017 which resulted in me walking out of there deciding I didn't want to work for anybody but myself. Right so is that sort of I guess the moment you said you wanted to work for yourself that you knew you wanted to start your own business in social media? Yeah, I actually had no idea um, that that was going to come from it. I had taken my then ex at the time because he just needed a shift in his life. And I was like, this is going to change your life. And it actually changed mine. So I didn't have a clue what to even start with when it came to starting a business. (laughs) But I knew what I was good at and I knew what I really loved. And that was social media and it was marketing and campaigns and just getting really creative there. 
Right. And so then I guess once you um, decided that you wanted to go through with that, what sort of, I guess, resources did you use, you know, when you were looking, you said you didn't know anything about starting a business. What were sort of your first steps in, um, in that process? Yeah. So I actually hired a business coach um, right off the bat and started working with her, got my branding in check um, and really developed the values that I wanted to instill in the agency from the get go which have been the values throughout um, and we stick to it. Our branding has actually changed three different times because that just kind of shows you how us as people and business evolve. Um, so yeah, that was definitely interesting. But once I had that down, um, just slowly worked in more courses to really nail down things like my Facebook ads and all that other good stuff online. But I also ended up going to a lot of networking events as well, which is where I kind of got into Van City Business Babes and Business Babes Collective as a whole. Perfect. Yeah, that sort of leads into my next question, I guess, was how, how you did get involved with the Business Babes and, um, you know, when, what made you decide to start your own ch chapter in Seattle? Yeah, so I ended up going to a Van City Business Babes event early 2017 after I decided I wanted to um, build a business. It was one of the ones that had popped up in my Google search. Um, so I ended up going, I went alone. After that, I ended up going to every single event for months onwards. And I knew that I was going to move down south to Seattle due to who I was with at the time. And I had no friends in Seattle. I had no idea how I was going to make friends in Seattle, um, let alone friends who are in business and in the same circle as me and just kind of got it when it came to running a business and owning a business and growing it. And so searched online, didn't find anything, ended up sliding into Danielle Weebs, who's the founder of Business Babes Collective, um, her DMs and asked her if she wanted to have coffee. So that led us into getting to know one another more. And I had asked her constantly, Hey, are you thinking about starting any new chapters? And she ended up starting one in San Diego. And she was like, Oh, maybe like, I'm not too sure what this is going to look like. After the San Diego launch, a couple months later, she ended up launching Victoria. And I was like, what? I was like, what about Seattle? And so she finally came back from Victoria and was like, hey, are you ready for Seattle? And I was like, yes. So it was January of 2018 when we launched um, the Seattle chapter as well. And also when I went down to Seattle, it was just a whole month of everything happening in January of 2018. <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds like it. Um, and so then once you sort of got it up and running, you know, how was it in building that community um, in Seattle with the business babes? Oh, I remember hoping that just, you know, five people would show up to the launch, but there was a lot of influencer marketing that the girls helped out with, and that was a Band City Business Babes team. So Danielle, Nancy, and Sydney um, definitely stepped in and kind of led the way as to how we were going to build the community and continue building it on from there. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting because so many people who did come to our initial event, um, which was our launch, they had also come alone because there was no community like this. And so that was really cool to see because um, I was there solo as well, not really knowing anybody besides the team. And then from there, we just constantly held events and that looked like friends telling each other, sharing it on social media, um, and just kind of snowballed from there and grew. Yeah, amazing. No, that sounds, that sounds so great. And especially, you know, to have that, 
great launch um, from the beginning. And you also mentioned too that there is sort of the influencer marketing for it and everything. Um, in terms of the social project, how do you go about marketing um, your business with that and you know gaining clients in that sense? Yeah, so it's a lot of building trust online. So there's a lot of value that we give on our social media platform. It's something that we also preach to our, um, and do for our clients as well on social media, is just really coming in with that education portion. So we are building trust with potential clients um, down the road. And then also LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a gold mine. I feel like people are totally sleeping on LinkedIn. People are looking to hire and connect on LinkedIn and network. It's a great place for business owners to go and expand their client base along with just their network overall. You never know, you know, when you're going to need to recommend a brand designer or um, an accountant and stuff like that. And so it's really cool to be able to recommend other people and connect through there. Yeah, definitely. And I know that also um, you guys are really big with Pinterest and, you know, helping other companies with it. Um, I was just wondering, you know, what sort of benefits do you find for businesses in using Pinterest? Because I think there's, you know, a lot that could be there that are maybe missing out on it. So maybe some of the benefits for that platform. Yeah, so this is, these are benefits that I've seen myself. I personally used to use Pinterest too. Um, plan my imaginary wedding and my house that's apparently going to have five kitchens that are all going to look different. Um, but from there, when I brought on Charlie, who's the CMO of the social project, she kind of introduced Pinterest in a different way. And what that resulted in was us growing our brand awareness. So more people got to um, know who we are, what we offer, also drove a ton of traffic to our website. About 40% of our traffic right now is coming from Pinterest alone, which is, it just blows my mind, um, along with bringing in new leads and that results into sales as well because of, you know, downloads happening or people signing up for our email list and being nurtured throughout the sequence there. It's just a great place to connect on so many levels and people go to Pinterest to buy, which is something I didn't know, but I think it's something like 82% or whatnot are on Pinterest to make a purchase. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's definitely a great marketing tool that I think, um, you know, a lot of people miss out on. So it's, yeah, thank you. It's great to know, you know, sort of how it can be properly used as a business. And then in terms of, I guess, the, the social project, has there been sort of one big obstacle that you've had to overcome with your business? You know, and how did you do this? I'm not too sure if I've completely overcome it, but it is a constant. It is imposter syndrome. Um, so it creeps up definitely from here um, and there all the time. It, I feel like a lot of business owners may go through it. And yeah, one thing I always just have to remind myself is to stay in my lane. And what I'm doing is exactly enough for our business. And yeah, I think that's probably the one thing that I have learned is to always remember to stay in my lane and yeah, cheer everybody else on in the industry because I think that's so important as well. Um, but also, make sure that I'm focused on, you know, the things that we provide and what we really excel at. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, like you said, there definitely is a lot of entrepreneurs that do struggle with this and have to overcome. So those are some definitely great pieces of advice on, you know, how to, how to do this. Um, and then on the other side, has there been sort of one really big sort of successful moment that stands out to you either through your business or with the Seattle business babes throughout your journey? I think for the social project, 
Um, one big su successful moment was hiring on Charlie. So she is like my right hand woman. Um, yeah, it was just a blessing to have her on the team and be a part of the business and help it grow in so many more ways than I think I would have ever thought in the last year um, that she's been with us. And for Seattle Business Babes, I think it would just be the community as a whole. I am so obsessed with them, everybody and what they are building in their business. Just being able to meet them at events, obviously we can't do that right now. Um, and learning more about them and their story and why they do what they do. It's just been so inspiring and I feel so blessed to you know, have the opportunity to be able to meet them through that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. And then, you know, speaking of, I guess, the big moment with the social project and hiring on, um, do you have any sort of, I guess, advice on what was it that you were looking for when you were looking to hire? Because I'm sure that's something that, you know, a lot of people may struggle with when, you know, trying to find that right person and you did find that right fit. Is that, Do you have any sort of advice on that aspect of it? Yeah, I think there's a few things. So um, one thing is just know that what, know what you're looking for in terms of, is this going to be contract work? Are you okay working, um, you know, on a couple hours or have them working on your business a couple hours a week only? Or is this a position that you want them to grow with in your business? So with, with Charlie, I knew I wanted her along for the ride um, forever. Hopefully she sticks around. But um, yeah, I knew I wanted her to stick around. And so how can I involve her in the business on a more personal level um, and have her dive into the business deeper than what I would have somebody contracted out to do what to be doing. Um, and then, yeah, just figure out what their motives are. Make sure that the values align as well. I think that's really important. And then be ready to let go of some things. So I know there's a lot of delegating that happens and knowing that that person is more than capable of, you know, helping your business, if anything, so you can continue working on it instead of in it all the time. Mm -hmm, definitely. Those are definitely some great pieces of advice for that. And then you also had mentioned too, as well, um, you know, with Seattle Business Babes, how right now they're currently isn't any live events that people are able to go to. Um, how else has this sort of COVID-19 affected the Seattle business babes and even in terms of events, I guess, how has the organization had to pivot for this? Yeah, so um, we actually had an event planned for March 5th with Bumble Biz. I was so stoked for it. Um, and we ended up having to cancel that on the 4th, less than 24 hours in. And I thought, okay, well, you know what, I'll give it like two weeks. This whole thing is going to be over. Lo and behold, like five months later, we're still in it. So we definitely pivoted online um, and we had hosted one workshop, but it's kind of gone in the direction, which I absolutely love, um, of being able to work with the other chapter leaders as well. Um, and, you know, tapping into the different cities and becoming more of a global chapter or not chapter, sorry, collective altogether has been really exciting. So everything has gone online. It has taken a bit away from the personal connections being made at the events, which I completely miss. But um, yeah, I think we're rolling with it as best as we can, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then I guess, has there been sort of any changes that you've had to make um, to your business, the social project with the situation as well? 
It's actually been really interesting. I think what happened was a lot of people had moved their business online. So they were tapping into digital marketing a bit more. And so we got, you know, we signed on a few more clients. Um, we did have some clients, you know, cut their budget on a few things and um, whatnot, but a lot of small businesses, which I absolutely loved, um, took advantage of the low ad costs that were happening, you know, when COVID first started and just really dove into it. So there was a lot of room for growth in the beginning, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. And then has there been anything that you've sort of learned about yourself through running your own business or even starting up, you know, Seattle business babes throughout your journey? Yeah, I think I've learned that I have like no chill. Um, so taking a break has been so difficult for me. And yeah, it's lead, it's led to burnout quite a few times. Um, so I mean, I'm constantly learning every day. Just, you know, the emails will be there tomorrow. The businesses are still going to be there tomorrow. If I need to take a break, it's okay. My emails, you know, don't have to be at inbox zero every single minute. And the OCD in me kind of cringes at that. But the rest of it, I just kind of have to take a step back and yeah, know that it's going to be okay. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I absolutely agree. And I guess along with that too, um, you know, you definitely, like you said, you have a lot going on and especially when you're first launching two businesses at once. Um, how do you sort of manage your time between everything and then um, even now afterwards um, managing sort of the two different businesses at once? <laughs> Yes, it's a lot of time blocking. Um, so, you know, from the moment that I wake up, I time block almost like every half hour, hour into different tasks, different pieces of the pieces of the businesses that I will be working on. One day I might just focus on, you know, um, Seattle Business Babes and Business Babes Collective stuff and calls. And um, the other days that I will be working on the social project or whatever else is happening. Um, and then the biggest thing also has been having such amazing team members. So not only on the Business Babes Collective side, but also with um, the social project and being able to lean on them, whether it's for advice or delegating tasks and just being like, hey, like I kind of, you know, reached my limit today. Is that okay? And I mean, I've never had them say no, but just being in that sort of sense, because I know entrepreneurship can get so lonely. I mean, I was super alone in the beginning, but yeah, having either a community there for you who has your back and really understands what you're going through and also a team, it makes the biggest difference. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree. And like you said too, you know, having that sense of community that you can fall back onto when you need to, I think is, is so important, especially for entrepreneurs. Um, and then speaking of, is, do you have sort of, I guess, one piece of advice that you'd give to someone who's thinking of starting a business or maybe if you could, you know, tell yourself something when you were starting your two businesses, um, what would that piece of advice be? I think it would be just to go for it. Um, you never know what things are going to evolve into. Um, I mean, obviously looking at COVID, it's completely evolved our entire businesses, but, um, yeah, just going for it. And you're going to, you know, you're going to have wins and you're going to have lessons and take those lessons and maneuver around them and learn and move forward. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely a really great piece of advice. Um, and then do you have any sort of future plans for yourself or your business you'd like to share? I know there's definitely a lot of exciting things coming up with the Business Babes Collectives. Um, anything like that you'd like to share? 
yeah, so we have our back to business conference that I'm super stoked about. It's on September 12th. It's going to be virtual. We have speakers from all over North America sharing their experiences, workshops. Um, so really exciting things on that end. And then for the social project, we are actually for the first time launching courses um, come September. So we're going to have an Instagram course and a Pinterest Pinterest course, um, sharing all of our secret sauces for success on both of them. So really stoked to reach new audiences and work with people kind of on a different level. Amazing. And where can people go to find out about both of those um, initiatives coming up? Yeah. So for Seattle Business Babes, you can either go to at Seattle Business Babes on Instagram or at Business Babes Co. And then for the social project, it is at the social project Inc. So INC. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Alicia, for sharing um, your journey as well as all a great piece of advice for other entrepreneurs. Um, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to you know share both both with the business and the Seattle business babes. Um, do you have any sort of final thoughts before we have to wrap up here? I feel like we covered so much of um, just little bits of everything. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to connect with anybody listening. And if you have any questions, feel free to slide into the DMs. I have an open DM policy for sure. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.